0: space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, You you might have been listening to the show for the past three weeks, but it hasn't been me. It's been a recording. (laughs) Ha ha. Hope I didn't fool you. We didn't try to fool you, and it's good to be back. You know, I hesitate to say that we're live because now we can't use this as a as a repeat show. But I don't plan on being away again for a while. Nancy and I took a little long, delayed vacation, and we were in Key West. Had a wonderful time for three weeks. We're back uh, with the original crew, almost. We've got my son, Stu, is running a little late this morning. He'll, he'll be bursting through the door momentarily. Uh, spread the word, if you're a regular listener, that we are live and we are back. And um, we plan on being back here uh, every week. We have no um, vacations or anything like that planned. So uh, we're back live and we're gonna tell, tell you how you can avoid being ripped off by a car dealer in both the service department and the sales department. Of course, we're living through a unique era in the automobile retail and manufacturing business. Heck, we're, leaving, uh, we're living through a unique era worldwide uh, Covid has uh, changed everything, a lot of it, uh, unexpectedly. You, can, you can't turn the news on without finding out something that we didn't expect. And who would have thought that a worldwide deadly pandemic would be a worldwide stimulus to the economy? I mean, two years ago or three years ago, you say that's not that's not possible. You can't have you can't have a deadly pandemic. And still have a stimulus Well, here we are Uh, Lowest unemployment rate uh, Practically in our history Uh, Average earnings going up Uh, Unemployment virtually non-existent Uh, We people are Employers are looking to hire people Car dealers are making profits Unprecedentedly I'm, I'm a car dealer And I say that in full disclosure Been one for a long, long time And uh I, I can't say unashamedly. I, I actually am a little ashamed how much money we're making. By the way, Stu just walked in the door and Hello. he uh, pulled up in his Rolls Royce. I'm only kidding. <laughs> no, it's uh, like a helicopter. But uh, we're all, you know, we're, uh, all car dealers are. Uh, here's an interesting statistic. I just, I just saw that in automotive news. In 2021 through September. Now that's you know a couple months ago. Uh, through last September. Car dealers had made more money than they have at any time in history for a full year. That's right. So here we are, microchip shortage. Uh, Manufacturing is impaired for everything. Cars are not being built as quickly as they should be. The ones that are being built maybe don't have all the bells and whistles that they should have or want to have. And the car dealers' lots are empty. And yet somehow they're making money hand over fist Well I'm glad you're listening to the show Because you have to know That if you buy a car today You're crazy Because the prices are off the chart And the prices will come down Now if you have to have a car Listen to the show And we'll give you all the tips How not to be taken advantage of So here we are uh, To help you And I can't emphasize enough how important your calls are. If you visited a car dealership, especially for service or sales, buying used car, new car, leasing, whatever. If you've seen a car dealership on the, from the inside recently, we'd love to hear from you. Our mystery shopping report at the end of the show, uh, I say it every week. Uh, it's a surprise. Well, this one was really a surprise. And um, it was a dealership that's been around for a long, long time. And uh, I'll just hang in there This will be the second half of the show We'll do that mystery shopping report And um, <laughs> the deal is breath- breathed easy Because we haven't been out live for three weeks But we're back And uh, we had a lot of fun um, On our vacation But we're having more fun now Honestly, we love this radio show I Sitting to my right In the studio here and he's live too, I think, um, he, he moved, Rick, Rick just moved, he is live, and Rick. <laughs> you thought was a, was a rerun? <laughs> right. <laughs> Your hair's really long. That's is an old version wrong. of Rick, Rick right there. Rick is a certified <laughs> diagnostic master technician, and uh, the guy lives, breathes, sleeps, eats cars. I mean, he just loves cars, and he loves uh, computerized cars, and when I walked in the door, I mean, I came in the studio this morning, What's he talking about? He's talking to Jonathan about a car. He's talking about a software issue. He's talking about a Bluetooth uh, kind of a thing. So that's, you know, when, you, when you're when you really good at what you do, you love talking about it, and you love doing it. And that's what uh, makes Rick the best of the best. If you have a problem with your car, any kind of a problem, you call the number 877-960-9960. 877 877- And remember We're live If you heard us last week We were dead No, I'm only kidding We were not really here Well, live is not the right word, is it? But anyway Rick is live and in color And he can tell you What that squeak, gravel, or roll In your car is He might even be able to tell you How you can fix it yourself Or maybe something that's not to worry about and why take it into a car dealership or to an independent repair shop and let them make a lot of money on you? Everything's going up in prices, folks, even repairs. So if if you can afford not to have to go into a car dealership or an independent repair shop today, take advantage of that. Call Rick at 877-960-9960 or text Rick at 772 772- Four nine seven six five three zero. By the way, Rick monitors our YouTube channel Earl Sterling Cars Earl on Cars That's uh, youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars and Rick monitors that so you can talk directly to Rick and he'll answer your question He'll just haul up his little sign and whoever's yakking will say Rick has a YouTube and we will get right to it or as I say, text us, 772-497-6530, and we can accumulate those, and we get to them almost always by the end of the show. And of course, our unique and famous line that nobody else has, nobody has the courage to do this, really, an anonymous way to talk to Earl on cars. You can talk to Rick or Stu or Nancy or me. And you can say anything you want, and we'll never find out who you are. We can't hunt you down. Nope. We don't know who you are. Sometimes you even identify yourselves with the anonymous feedback, which is always amusing. But uh, I think some people just like it. You feel comfortable. YourAnonymousFeedback.com It's a web address. You go there, you put the question in, the comment, the attack. Now you can use profanity, you can use vulgarity, four letter words, do whatever you want to do. Now we're not gonna repeat those on the air. Oh, we But we'll, 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 we'll say <laughs> something is passable.
1: I'll, I'll just come up with a random word to replace it with. Yeah, we'll go bleep. Jerky.
0: Yeah, right. So say, you get it off your chest, tell us what you think. If you think I'm a wonderful guy, call us. If you think I'm a blankety-blank-blank, blank, Youranonymousfeedback.com, and we will tell the world that you don't think I'm a good guy but I'm a blankety-blank-blank. And the same holds true for all of us in the studio. So here we go. We're going to get started. I'm going to introduce uh, my co-host, Nancy Stewart and we had a wonderful time in Key West and she's back and she is a female advocate. She has is, she is brought female listenership or viewership uh, to this show, which we've been doing for many, many years, up to almost equal, fifty-fifty, and uh, she knows that when women walk into a car dealership or get online uh, or whatever, however they contact car dealerships, there's a difference in the way they're treated, and uh, it's not always bad, and it's getting better and better as time goes by. So, uh, Nancy, the mic is all yours.
2: No, oh, thank you, Mr. Wonderful. Hmm. <laughs> it's great to be back folks hey i have a question for you mr wonderful how'd you like uh, the way i worked at Cart? Oh, maintaining it yeah, yeah checking those tires yeah we were adjusting an those mirrors car.
0: We, we had uh, like a golf cart in key west we had a good time <laughs> and, uh, yeah i
2: you were I, getting ready to slap me around I, I felt like i was in a poor man's tesla uh, that was a beautiful ride yes, believe it me it was, it was a wonderful ride uh seriously folks uh, we missed you you are a huge part of the show and uh it shows it shows by uh, a few numbers and that is uh well from jonathan jonathan has updated us about this uh our show is international and uh everybody is from everywhere and speaking of which uh i'm gonna get right to the phones because we're gonna go to the bronx and uh mm. the bronx is uh, one one of our m- many uh viewers listeners and uh howard is from the bronx but he's in jupiter right now welcome oh. howard
3: uh, well, a great talk to you. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I know you had a happy Thanksgiving. And, oh, uh, great. Uh, yeah, and, and I just want to wish you all the best. You're doing a great job. You're helping people out. And uh, so let me go to my questions now. Um, this is for Rick. Rick, uh, we have electric steering. Why can't we have electric brakes?
4: Uh, Brakes are always going to be hydraulic for the simple fact that if the electrical system fails on your car, you can still push the brakes and they will operate. Uh, No matter what happens, even if you have almost a complete failure of the hydraulic system, at least one circuit generally will still operate on the brakes. And even cars that now have an electric parking brake they still usually have some way to get that car stopped. I would like
0: to interject briefly, uh, Howard, is, uh, <coughs> is that we do have electric brakes on electric cars, because it's automatic braking when you take your foot off the brake. Well, so, that you know, is true. Yep. So, so you do, and it's quite reliable, uh, and uh, it's not going to stop the car in an emergency, but if you're a careful driver, I, I as you know, I drive a Tesla, and I can go you know, miles and miles and miles, and never touch my brake. In fact, mm-hmm. it's kind of a game with me. If I get, if you drive carefully, uh, you can drive on you know, several hundred miles, stop and go, stop and go, never and never touch your
4: brakes. Well, the the cool part about Tesla and any of the hybrids, uh, they have what's called a regenerative braking. Yeah. That when you're coasting, the electric motors that normally would drive the wheels simply reverse into a generator mm-hmm. and create electricity that is sent back to the battery for you to use at a later and time. And Howard
0: want to know why we didn't have electric braking and we do have electric braking. We do,
4: yeah. We actually do.
1: S- sort of. Quasi-electric braking. Yeah. No. You know, but if you had total electric braking uh, and then you, you could have a backup cable or a hydraulic system. And, you right.
4: Know. And you, you would have to have a, that, that's why brakes will always have a hydraulic backup system, you know, as, 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 as for stopping the car, yeah. so that you even if you had total loss of electrical power in the car, right. you will still have some way of stopping the car. We sure have come a long
0: way from Fred Flintstone braking.
4: Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we digressed, Howard. I apologize. The mic is okay. yours.
3: Okay, so uh, uh, next question. Uh, I had a uh, Camry, I think it was 200, 2007, and it had drum brakes in the rear. And I had over 100,000 miles in the car. I never replaced the drums. And the drums, uh, all I had to do was back up and the drums would get adjusted. So why don't they have that system now? Because uh, I think uh, it's just as good as the the, the shoes. uh, So why did they do away with the drum brakes in the rear?
4: Because disc brakes are much more effective They don't require near as much power actually to stop the car and the automatic adjuster on most most drum brakes doesn't work very well that's why cars with drum brakes eventually that pedal will get a little bit lower and a little lower and a little lower and the mechanic will go in and adjust it up and all of a sudden that pedal comes right back up nice high and hard disc brakes however are inherently self-adjusting no matter how far those pads wear down they're always going to be adjusted to the exact distance away from the rotor that they should be.
0: Which are more expensive to maintain, drum
4: or disc? Uh, maintenance wise it's really not much of a difference because uh, replacing them, the, the shoes and the drums cost, uh, the shoes and the uh, pads between the two cost about the same and the repairs about the same, but obviously you're, uh, if you're talking wear on them, your front brakes are always going to wear out faster because the front of the car is doing 90, uh, well, 70% of the stopping power. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, so th- theoretically, if your rear brakes are shot completely and you have good front brakes, the car will stop, correct?
4: Yes. Okay.
3: All right, so I think you answered all my questions. Be well and uh, keep up hey, with work.
0: Howard, I got a question for you. Uh, is how did the Bronx cheer come to be? I mean, uh, is that it, it's, it's not it's not vulgar? It's just the Bronx cheer. Uh, how when did you first become aware of that being a you know you're apparently born in the Bronx, right?
3: Yeah, I'm in the Bronx. I'm uh, I'm in Jupiter six months in a day.
0: Yeah, so you know and what I'm talking about are. the Bronx cheer, right? I do yeah, it except I, no I get saliva on the microphone.
1: you <laughs> might get and us wet too. I, I,
3: uh, you know, if, uh, I have to Google and find out where the Bronx is. No, oh, I'm talking about a
0: <laughs> no, no idea. A Bronx, a Bronx cheer. I'll try to do it, but I'll, I'll try not to spit on it. I'm moving <laughs> <gonna> back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that,
2: that,
1: I just spit you, in my hand. Is, I'm, dis- put the mask I'm, I'm putting my mask again. back on. Okay,
2: Rick's leaving.
0: Am, I, am I the only sure one the that cheer? knew what a Bronx cheer was? I knew was? what I knew it was. Oh, okay. I knew it by the name Raspberry, but it Bronx cheer, yeah. Bronx cheer. All right, I thank you, Aaron. My grandmother was from Bronx.
3: I just forgot. I, <laughs> I'm going to be here till January 6th because they're doing my condo. They're, uh, uh, the balconies are down, the uh, catwalks are down, and I, I, I can't stay there. Oh, jeez. So my question is uh, <laughs> I, it, uh, in my uh, washer fluid, I don't have antifreeze. And we're going to get a freeze in the next couple of days. Rick, what should I do? Will Bronx it freeze chair. up with the. Uh, on your windshield. Do I have to drain it? Do I have
4: to uh, alcohol? I, I would just go, you know, stop at your local parts store and get a jug of the blue stuff and just add a little bit of it in there. No, wait, a, wait a minute. You, you, you won't need going, much of it. You go
0: into the store and you say, I want a jug of the blue stuff? Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. What blue
1: stuff are we talking about? Fluid? Oh, okay. Yeah. Is
4: he still drinking mojitos? <laughs> <laughs> what? Season drinking mojitos or he still. <laughs> in case? You won't you won't need a super high concentration of it, just enough in there that it will help lower the freezing point of that water and you should be fine.
3: We yeah, we didn't have a freeze. Uh, Pittsburgh had a freeze, but New York had didn't have a freeze yet. Okay, great. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Have a good day. I okay. appreciate Stay you, warm, Howard. Howard.
2: Merry Christmas.
0: Okay, well? back to uh, Mr. Sunrise here.
3: <laughs>
2: yes. Uh, well, folks, um, I'm going to give you a little bit of information. Uh, one of the things that we ask of you is that you uh, join uh, Earl's Vigilantes. Uh, you don't have to consider yourself a uh, auto expert. Um, you can just help. Well, people in your community, everybody. Hey, what do you think about that hat? Put that hat hat back on, Mr. Wonderful. Hard to put over my uh, headphones. <laughs> Take it off. Don't look good. uh So, uh, at any rate, you can do that and go to Earl's Vigilantes yeah. and sign up. Win yourself a, a cute nice little hat, hat that uh, Stu designed. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, we need some volunteers uh, for our seniors. Uh, a lot of us sometimes even myself uh, can't maneuver our way around and uh, it's a great place to to go and uh, well Go on and do some online purchasing. Saves you quite a bit of money whenever you're looking for a car. So uh, you can also volunteer for that. Our telephone number here is 877-960-9960. And you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget, youranonymousfeedback.com. There you can share all of your Feelings and anything in between. And ladies, yes, $50 for the first two new lady callers. That's a win-win situation. Uh, Tell me how your car buying experience went or let me know, all of us, whether you're, you know, taking all of our advice and just holding on, holding back to purchase anything, whether it be used or new. Uh, eight, you know,
0: eight seven seven. Can, can, can I jump in there? Yeah, you know, we, we make this offer fifty dollars if you call in if you're female and you haven't called the show before. And every time we say this, I think, "What? This is going to bankrupt us here. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna have so many calls, and uh, it doesn't happen." So I, I find find myself compelled to remind myself and you, this is an honest offer. There are no conditions and we don't have anybody set up out there to call and we don't really pay the $50. We really want female callers to come in for the first time and hopefully get addicted and love to call the show and tell your female friends and build our female audience. So there isn't any gimmick. You know, if if you're watching television, if you're online, if you're on Facebook and you get an advertisement and it says free, what do you do? You mentally shut it out right i do run for the hills there's no free lunch my my father told me that many years ago there's no such thing as a free lunch well it is a free lunch if you're a female and you haven't called her own cars before and you call the show we will send you 50 dollars. we're not going to send you a coupons we're not going to send you a discount it's going to be american currency cash will actually actually be a check but the check will be good we promise and and Nancy mails them out herself and uh, you get the check so it's absolutely insane that we don't get at least two female sometimes we don't do it every week sometimes we extend it to the third maybe even the fourth because we love to have the ladies call the show so that that $50 if you call the show and you're a female you haven't called the show before is a real offer it's transparent honest and we're not trying to uh, trick anybody.
2: Absolutely. 877-960-9960. nine six zero ninety nine sixty Don't forget, ladies. Win-win situation. Talk about anything. Give us a call and say hello. Let us know that you are listening or that you, well, listen from time to time. We got to go back to the phones because the lines are lit. We're gonna go to Philip. Sorry for the wait, Philip. Philip's calling us from Jupiter. Welcome.
0: Hey, Philip. Are you there? Welcome. Well, yeah, we hear you loud and clear, Philip. What's up?
5: Okay, uh, I've got a Prius, and I'm just wondering the 12 volt battery in the front. Uh, when I'm running, it, listen to the radio. We're running my air conditioner on. Wh- what am I running on? The, the battery in the front, the 12 volt battery, or the Prius battery? Because sometimes you're you're behind a drawbridge, and I just have it in park, and I just wonder if I'm if I'm playing the radio, is it going to drain my battery down?
4: If you're still in ready mode, <clears throat> the ready on, then it's running off of the car's electrical system, which is powered by the high voltage system. Uh, if you have ready off and you just say you're, uh, you shut the car off, and you only press the power switch twice without stepping on the brake pedal, and ready does not come on, then you're operating off of that 12 volt battery. Let
0: me let me ask this question, Rick. Um, when you're operating off the battery. If the if the engine is running, and the idle is you know up somewhere, and the generator is running, isn't it the generator that is powering the radio?
4: Well, but see, in a Prius, the gas engine doesn't always run, yeah, and it doesn't have a generator.
0: Okay, so so if, so the gas engine running means that you're getting uh, you're getting free power. You're not
4: having to drain the battery. Well, the, what happens is the the hybrid system, the hybrid battery the high voltage system. The inverter box under the hood will step that voltage down to 12 volts and it uses that to power your headlights, your uh, radio, uh, all the different lights on the car, and the blower fan inside. Uh, The AC compressor, of course, is run on high voltage and it simply uses that so it doesn't need an alternator to power the 12-volt system.
0: So you're not worried about your AC, you're only worried about... Right the like
4: but the, it, in when you're in ready mode then it's just like you're in in a, a normal gasoline car with the engine running then your generator's providing power for everything operating in the car yeah. and you're not actually using power from the battery from any battery right yeah but if you're in, say you're in a normal car and you turn it off and turn the key just to the on position yeah. without starting the engine yeah. Now anything electrical that you're running is running just off of that 12 volt so battery. So Philip,
0: the answer is you have nothing to worry about. You're not going to drain your battery at all. Right. You can set that stoplight all day long
4: as long as you keep it in ready mode. In ready mode, yeah. Yep.
5: Wait, in other words, uh, I would have it in park then.
4: Yeah, that's fine because you're still in, you okay. still have the ready on. Ready means oh, you have okay. your
0: key turned on so that you're you're going to be driving. Or oh, the button was, so, so Philip,
2: Philip, I, oh, okay. I have a question for you. When you're on uh, in <clears throat> that mode, are you listening to the oldies channel? <laughs> well,
1: yeah, when you're in the, yeah. Definitely. It's, if you're going to run your battery out, we yeah. want you to run it out on rolling cars. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, Philip, the reason I asked that, I had a BMW one time, and I was always uh, listening when the when the car was off. I when it went to uh, the the mode where you can listen to. Uh, uh, Stuff without having the engine run. Mm-hmm. I, I drained the battery down because I ran the radio a lot, mm. and
2: uh,
6: I've been there.
5: Sure, that
2: been there, that, done you know,
5: that. This, <laughs> and I had a new battery put in at fifty thousand miles, so I've got a new twelve volt battery on it. But I mean, I just want to make sure I'm going you know, to run down the battery by
4: by just pushing it, yeah. By, by just using park can be a concern. Right. No as as long, okay. as long as when you look on the dash. On your uh, dash display, as long as you see that word ready is illuminated, mm-hmm. then you're fine. Oh, okay. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You're Thanks, welcome, No Phillip. problem.
2: Give us a call again. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And I can't mention... Often enough throughout this two hour show Ladies, $50 for the first two new lady callers And we have to go back to the phones But uh, I want to reassure you that Stu is here And he does have a Fabulous Mystery Shopping Report And he's going to talk to us in just a minute We're going to go to Warren from New Jersey Hi Warren Hello Good morning
7: Hi, how are you?
1: We're well,
2: thank you, welcome
1: uh, this is Marty.
7: Yeah. <laughs> hey, Marty. Yeah. For some reason, your music came on uh, on the phone, but now now it's fine. uh, uh My boy. question is, I was talking to somebody about why Tesla, of course, doesn't discount their cars any any, but right now nobody's discounting their cars. My question for Earl and Stu is, do they feel that once a lot of manufacturers come out with electric cars that Tesla will then have to start discounting their cars
1: I don't think they will I think they're going to keep their their price model intact have you heard anything different
0: no I think uh, they won't Uh um, my guess is knowing Elon Musk uh, style uh, he won't but I think there are a lot of electric car companies that may discount it's com- competition is good and uh, uh, you know, you can look at it two ways. You can price a product what you consider to be fair, fair, and you can keep it that way. Um, some stores do that. I mean, Apple doesn't do a lot of discounting, I don't think. I mean, uh, they build a really good product. They may they have a good profit margin. They they're charging you MSRP, but you don't care because you get the value for it. I think Elon Musk looks at his cars that way. By the way, Tesla's making a ton of money every time they sell a car. Their margin. Uh, up until COVID, uh, and where the dealers started raising their prices beyond uh, believability, uh, but the, even before that, Tesla was building every car they could build. They still are, uh... mean, selling every car they could build, and they're selling it at sticker. And uh, they even have a little dealer fee. I found out when I bought my Tesla. Order fee.
1: Oh, small. No, no, it's order. It's called. They call it the order fee. Yeah,
0: they call it hundred dollars. The, they make up a name, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, so Marty, it's. Uh, it's it's probably gonna be like normal. Uh, some people will be big discounters, others won't, uh, just like it is with the combustion engines.
7: Yeah, well, for me, I mean, I've never bought a car in over 50 years and didn't get a discount. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some of it a bit was smaller than others, but I just feel that uh, I'm not ready to pay full sticker for a car if there's other comparable cars that'll do just as well.
0: Well, if you bought a Rolls Royce, you you wouldn't get a discount.
7: Yeah, yeah. Last time I bought a Rolls, <laughs> oh, so they, they uh, I didn't have any problems. So.
0: though. Well, luxury cars typically, <laughs> luxury cars typically don't discount uh, like the uh, you know, lower price spread, and uh, and there's certain you get a high demand car. For example, in uh, this market. BMW is a very high demand car Even before COVID And uh, you might get a discount but not much uh, You go in to buy a Ford Or Chevrolet or a Toyota And you can get a big discount So it depends on the make Supply and demand and the style Of the manufacturer and the dealer You know if the manufacturer Chrysler is a good example Typically uh, a lot of uh, uh, Smoke and mirrors And discounts and and to the dealers And incentives and so, if the if the manufacturers are playing the discount game, that encourages the dealers to play the discount game, and competition just pours fuel on the fire. So, uh, there's always going to be the the products in the automotive that are not going to be discounted very much, and there will always be those that get discounted a whole lot, even if it's only in the mind's eye. Sometimes you think they're discounted, and they're not really discounted.
7: Uh, now, as uh- just to continue the conversation for a second, do you feel like every, you know, you'll see in every car I've ever bought, every dealer's always told me, only we make $200 on the car. Well, obviously, that's just BS, and, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you wouldn't have big dealerships and beautiful buildings and everything if they only made a couple hundred dollars on the car. So, uh what would you say is the average profit
0: in a car? Well, I can do better than that. With I can that? T- I can tell you exactly. It. I'm thumbing through my automotive news here. I should have marked the page, but uh, the average profit now, uh, with COVID especially, is over three thousand dollars a car. And uh, and remember, that's the average. Uh, that means there's some a lot higher, some a lot lower. But uh, the average profit uh, the dealers used to make. Was under $1,000 a car. Now they're making many times that, and they're getting at least MSRP. And uh, I posted on Facebook uh, last week uh, a toilet dealer in Oakland, California, that marked up a uh, uh, RAV4 $40,000 over a sticker. In fact, Rick Kearney sent me that. And by the way, I should have given you credit for that because. It was a I, prime, though, right? I shared, it was a prime, yeah. I shared that Rav Four sticker, and I have never had more comments, and and uh, it was really—it it, was
2: amazing, Rick. Yeah. And I shared it, and you know how many other people shared it. It was amazing, and people, everybody was shocked.
4: Did you notice, by the way, the uh, ceramic coating installed, <laughs> whatever that is, twenty-five hundred dollars? LoJack, $1,800. But who cares? When they're mucking it up 40000 it's like chump change. InvisiShield, $1,400. And this is the great one, NitroFill, $500 wow. oh. to put nitrogen in the tires. And Marty, going back to your question, Amazing. here's
0: the exact number that you asked for, and this is the November 15th Automotive News. The average retail gross profit per new vehicle uh, this year is $3,778, and the average retail gross profit on a used vehicle is $3,592, which I would say, I think Stu would. Uh, Agree with this It's at least triple Yeah what the average Used to be
1: Yeah I would say Like when we told people The the, actual, the net profit This is after all The bills are paid And the sales people Are paid On a new car Nobody believed What it was before It was in the hundreds Of dollars Yeah Now it's in the
0: thousands And thousands and, and of dollars And it's definitely true Because a lot of dealers Routinely Possibly. lose money yeah. in the new car department. You know, the, the net profit is after you pay your advertising, your sales commission, your phone bill, et cetera, et cetera. The gross profit is the profit that you mark the cost that you paid the manufacturer up to the buyer. So that, that you pay your bills. Yeah, and so that gross profit is marked up now close to $4,000 on the average. So that goes for the, the cheapest car to the most expensive car. The highest demand The lowest demand But it's still a record All time record Gross profit And net profit The dealers are making now They're they're a bunch of fat cats Yeah Is the
7: uh, Is the profit Also higher Or a lot higher Percentage wise On a higher sticker car
1: Yes Okay Yeah, yeah there's a much bigger spread The, lo- the lower The cheaper the, the car Like when you look down In like the The subcompacts There, there might be right. only uh uh, you know, well, there's holdback, but you know, a thousand dollar spread.
0: Marty, you'll find this interesting, having been in the business, and uh, all you folks out there that know something about the retail automobile business. Uh, last month at our dealership, because we are, we put our lowest price on the car. We don't, uh, we don't pit the salesman against the customer to try to get as high a price as possible, and all other dealers. Uh, basically pay 25% commission and tell the car salesman, uh, sell that car for as much as you can. Well, uh, we don't do that. We put our lowest price on every car. Our salespeople actually uh, were hurting Mm -hmm. because we pay them essentially a salary. It's based on how many cars you sell, but but, it's not a percent of the profit. So we actually had to guarantee them their average wage from earlier when they were selling cars uh, more cars Selling so fewer cars and you don't get paid on the percent of the profit, car salespeople don't make much money. But the average car salespeople today in the dealerships that do pay 25% of the profit and pit them against you, because every car you buy is sold at a different profit. Marty, you walk into a dealership today, you pay a price because you're a good negotiator, and meanwhile, a little old lady comes in behind you. Her husband died two years ago, she never bought a car in her life. She walks in there and gives. Ho! Oh, she pays a ten thousand dollar profit, and you buy the car for much less. So, it's uh, a right. it's a crazy world.
7: Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the information. I I just felt that Tesla would come down in price, but I guess not. So, I'm I'm going to stick to Toyota. <laughs> thanks. All right. Move. All right. Have a good have a good week. Thank,
2: Thank you. you.
1: Yeah. We actually know de- we know dealers that are averaging seven thousand dollars. Net profit oh. per new vehicle no yeah. that's what they're doing.
2: No yeah. surprise yeah. Sure. No surprise at all. Okay, we're going to go to Warren. Uh, I believe Warren is still there. Uh, good morning, Warren
8: Oh hi. how are you Hi Oh uh, thanks today? for
2: hanging on.
8: Okay, great. I, I just a couple of quick things I wanted to get out. Uh, a couple of weeks ago you were talking about in, in the highway that the, you know you need special lanes for trucks or something. The Jersey Turnpike has that because I drive from northern New Jersey near New York City down to near Philadelphia, where my daughter lives in Perry Hill, and there's a special four-lane for cars, and they have four lanes for cars, trucks, and buses, and it's a pleasure when you're driving down and there's no, you know, semi trailers on your tail. So they do have that, and they spent billions of dollars to do that over about 20 years ago.
0: Okay, uh, well, with the. Uh, I was I was not understanding exactly uh, what it is. Uh, you talk about the uh, the, the the lanes worn uh, on the uh, turnpike on the turnpike.
8: Yeah, the turnpike on the lanes. They had special lanes for trucks
0: now in Jersey. Special, in
8: Jersey, on the <clears throat> Jersey turnpike, I wish they do
1: that here. That would be great.
8: Uh, well, unless yeah, unless it's on like ninety five what yeah. they do on the jersey turnpike is when you get towards new york from new york city to, to Newark airport they go to special lanes only cars are allowed on the other side only you could go cars and trucks but when you're driving in that special car lane, uh, lane only you don't have to deal with the right huge, yeah. Huge,
1: uh, yeah down here truck. they only they, they, they say the trucks can't be in the left lane but they could be in and that's that.
0: not everywhere it's on the turnpike in certain areas yeah. uh, like in around palm beach county all the trucks can be in the left lane. Can not be in the left lane. Can't. Well, when you go to four lanes, there's a difference when we, when yeah. we, uh, Nancy and I drive from here to uh, uh, Broward County, there's a difference when, yeah. when the trucks can be in the lane. Yeah. And when well, Warren's
1: saying up in New Jersey, they yeah. have to be in one particular lane. They can't. Yeah. They don't yeah, have they three have lanes to choose from. Four,
0: they have four lanes mm. just
8: for cars. For, for cars, for yeah. Cars. They have the
0: they, same they, thing and here. And then on the other birds. side,
8: They got four lanes just for trucks. Yeah. Gotcha. And. And it's it's really great when you're driving and you don't have to deal with those semi trucks going 70 miles an hour yeah. ready to smash your car to smithereens.
1: Well, when they're uh, all self-driving, then we won't have to worry about that.
8: Yep, <laughs> they'll all be nice. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I got a I question for you. Do you think come the end of January, and let's say a cold weather climate, you're going to be get a better deal on a car? Because that's usually said that because they don't sell that many cars up here in the end of January. Do you think that that's going to be the case to throw out
0: the window now? I think definitely I'll get a, a better price at the end of January. And I think you'll get a better price at the end of December. Uh, and I think you'll even get a better price at the end of February. Uh, this thing uh, this thing is, is, is fueled by uh, a lot of different uh, aspects. The COVID factor and the microchip factor uh, are just some of them. Um, the The economy, uh, the fact that everybody's employed, the wants a job the fact that wages are going up, uh, that uh, they're bidding up wages, uh, the fact that there's a huge stimulus uh, from the government, uh, money pouring into the economy. So we have all these factors, and uh, uh, it's like any kind of a flash fire. You know, it's going to it's going to come down. And uh, the longer you can wait to buy a car, new or used, the lower the price is going to be. And it's just a question of what you decide personally uh, you want to deal with. But you will you'll pay thousands of dollars more today for a car. Uh, at the end of January, yes, the question. Was I'd say you'll be at least a thousand dollars better off, maybe two.
8: Because I want to hold out. Today. Oh yeah. I want to
0: just hold out. You're you're and, doing no a
8: I, okay, great. And I just want to be quick because other people want to call. I got a quick question for Rick. Yeah, Okay. Rick, uh, Rick, are you there? Right here. Okay, the quick question is I'm coming down to Florida around Christmas time. And before the end of the summer up here, the fan that cools off the motor and the air conditioner broke, and I don't have it. And I got to get it fixed. And I got a guy who's going to do it for me when we come down there. Does it matter, you know, like, you know, where the part comes from, you know, the fan? You, you have to use it. It's a Ford Taurus. Do I have to get from Ford, or should, can I get something? Uh, or he said, you know, the, 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 the kind of fan that I need, because I'm not planning to keep the car long. What, you know, what would you recommend that to, to get to, to fix it?
4: If you're not going to keep it very long, I would just get one from a local auto parts store. But if you were planning to keep it, then I would find out what the manufacturer of the fan is. Like on Toyotas, Denso makes a lot of our parts. And quite often at various different places, you can find the exact same Denso part as you would get from the Toyota dealer for about, oh, 30% less or more on savings. So say if if it's a specifically Ford made fan, you may not be able to find that except at a dealership. But if it's made by, say, uh, Gates or something, you may be able to find that at another auto parts store for a cheaper price.
0: And Warren, don't forget online, rockauto.com, R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com, rockauto.com, amazing online source. (laughs) They they have far more parts than you will find at any independent brick-and-mortar store or dealership, and they also have dealership parts. I mean, I don't know how they get them, but they got them and uh, parts are supposed to go straight to the dealers and not go through independence, but Rock Auto sells genuine Toyota parts, genuine Chevrolet parts, um, and they they carry uh, um, aftermarket, uh, the price you want to pay, and uh, do the research first, like Rick says. uh, If you want a quality part, uh, be sure you do the research, and then check the price on Rock Auto. They'll probably deliver it to you in two or three days.
8: Uh, and Rick, what would be the labor cost on like like how much should i expect to pay in labor to do if i got if i brought on the part and said here it is it's a Ford Taurus 2010 uh, i don't know if you're familiar with that exact car but how how much labor do you think would be reasonable to pay to put the part in
4: what what model was it again
8: it's, it's a 2010 Ford Taurus SEL
4: oh Ford Taurus uh right I'm going to go out on a branch and say <coughs> somewhere about 150 to 200 dollars labor for probably about an hour to an hour and a half to two hours time to change that out. Okay,
8: so, so that would sound translate me. that into dollars for him, will you? About
4: 150 to 200. Okay. Yeah, because I had somebody said
8: to me that they would charge me. Between two and two fifty, depending on what they were kind to do. So he was in the ballpark. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to yeah, quibble about twenty. 220. So you see, you say about two. If I got the part, he said he would put it in for about two hundred to two fifty, whatever. He didn't, that, he didn't know exactly. He had to look. at. Yeah, it that, that
4: might up. be right in the ballpark because I, I don't know Ford how they're set up. Some cars are very simple to change out a cooling fan. Others can be a serious nightmare.
8: Okay. All right. Uh, Okay, guys. All right. So, uh, yeah, you you got my answers, and thank you very much. And I look forward to hearing the show for the rest of the show.
2: Thanks, Warren. Yeah, it was nice hearing from you, Warren. Thanks for the information. Hope we helped you. you, Hope to hear from you again. Uh, Don't forget, ladies, $50 for the first uh, two new lady callers. Please give us a call. Uh, You know, any question at all, anything at all, or if you want to share something with us. $50 50 dollars for the first two new lady callers and you know I was looking at our consumer report that we received while we were away um, the December edition and uh, this is really I can't believe it this here is um they have the worst list and it's it's short it's the uh, some sub uh, compact SUV and it's the Fiat <laughs> it comes in at 31 the rating on it is 31 surprise, not a surprise. Surprise, surprise not a surprise but there it is top of the list and then the luxury suv land rover range rover
0: that's a surprise mm. not really the comes neighbor. in at 41 it's amazing that I and see I see, have... I see these Land Rovers on, on the roads, and you see these—they're a fat cat car, and people—it's a prestige. Everybody car. has one. And if if you're making uh, well, if you're making a half million dollars a year, you got to have a Land Rover. And the product quality is just terrible, but people buy—it's a cult. They buy, you know, well, it's a cult. They buy it because they're perceived to be successful, and that's more important than having a car that will stay together because, reliable. because consumer reports basically says they're just not a reliable car
2: yeah i think you uh put more money into it maintaining it than you do purchasing it uh and number three is the mid-size suv ford explorer comes in at 42 so uh pick yourself up a consumer report boy there's all kind of uh information in this uh baby and it is uh It covers a a lot of different uh, subjects here. It's really worth your while. Uh, Speaking of books, uh, I do have to advise everyone about Earl's Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer. This is something you want to put on the shelf, and it uh, is, you know, a most reliable source of information, covers a lot of information, and it's uh, quite an investment. Nice Christmas gift, and uh, all the proceeds go to Big Dog Ranch. That's <laughs> confessions of a recovering car dealer. Great bark, great and bark. We you're
1: getting better at that. That that dog <laughs> is do.
2: become that dog is stronger, stronger. <laughs> 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 so give us a call, uh, please, ladies. Fifty dollars for the first two new lady callers, and um, we are going to go back to the phones where Mark is.
0: Are you ever going to let Stu talk?
2: I, I, I said, come first. I, I mentioned Stu is here, uh, but we do have a oh, no, we have yeah. priorities. And I'm going to yeah. say it again. Stu is here. I, they hear me. <laughs> and he has a whole lot to say I about the mystery shopping jokes. report. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to go to Mark in Palm Beach Gardens, and then we're going to go to Stu. I promise. Good morning, Mark.
9: Good morning, Nancy. Hey. To Earl, and Rick.
1: Hey, Mark. Um, welcome
9: back. Thank I'm sorry, you. Yeah? We're here. Hey. Okay. Um, I just wanted to welcome you guys back from vacation, or at least two of you are on vacation. I wasn't. Um, I noticed uh, Earl, you looked this morning at sunrise like you had a little extra skipping your step. <laughs> yeah. So you've uh, <laughs> yeah. enjoyed your time down in the Keys, you both actually, and I'm not blowing smoke. You, you. you look a little bit younger in your appearance as I'm watching you on TV this morning.
6: Yeah. Thank
4: you, very
0: much.
2: Um, and, uh, you know what, yeah. Mark? He's like a, um, you know how puppy dogs get in this kind of weather. Yeah. Well, that's Earl. That's He gets like, you know, he's got a pep in his step. He had a <laughs> sweater on. He was down there and he was singing and sharing all kinds of things with us, paying attention to those sandpipers. We had a good time. <laughs>
9: Hopefully he didn't wake up the neighbors. (laughs) Um, I'm sure he he may even be a little light in the hip pocket too. Who knows? Yes. Um, (laughs) He just got a couple of things here, Um, Earl, uh, or maybe Stu can answer this question. I just on the service end of your business, um, with all this shipping delays that everybody's hearing about, trucking, shipping at the ports, unloading all that stuff. is that affecting your ability to get service parts? Yes. Uh, yeah, and and are you running into an issue with your um, customers in how to explain a delay? Uh, Whether you're getting into having to tip, put a little tip into the hat for covering uh, rental expenses. Same side, same thing since I'm on a body shop end of the business. Um, You know, getting body parts, I'm sure that uh, that's probably becoming a bigger and bigger headache. And I I just wanted to throw that out there for service and body shop, um, if that was affecting uh, your business right now.
1: Well, it is. um, But we have a pretty good idea of the parts that are are on back order and we're having a hard time getting. So it's easy to communicate with the customers up front. Um, and yeah, right. Toyota is stepping up with extended you know, rental, rental coverage uh, uh, for parts delays. But some of them are crazy. I mean, we have some that are back ordered for months that so we, we just don't know when they're going to uh, come through. I'm not aware of that many with, uh, with uh, body shop parts. Um, it's mainly been for mechanical repair. I'll check with Alan if there's anything, and you know, if any metal is, 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 is held up. But it, it tends to be more of the, the mechanical parts.
9: Well, you know, I know that the, uh, you know, the idea of uh, Earl Stewart Toyota is, you know, customer service being number one, which you guys not only talk to talk, but you walk the walk. And where other dealers don't really do that uh, when dealing with customers. But, you know, I know that it, uh, before it was a COVID issue, but now with the COVID as well, as the shipping and distribution of automobile parts. I was just I was just wondering if, uh, if uh, before it was a headache and I'm just wondering if now it's a migraine for the business.
0: <laughs> you know one of the, yeah. I'll jump in there on that. One of the one of the big problems we have is personnel and uh, anybody looking out there for a career, uh, everybody's looking for good people and uh, we're pretty selective in our hiring and a lot of uh, companies are Uh, but uh, we just have a a labor market that doesn't exist and you can't you can't hire good people we have a lot of people that uh, for whatever reason uh, have decided to uh, move into other areas of work or or uh, retire early uh, or they like working at home and found a job where they can They, they move around but Uh, Every company we talk to, whether you're talking a car dealership or a restaurant, everybody's looking for good people. So our customer satisfaction, uh, if it suffers today, it's probably less for parts availability. uh, And the COVID issue directly is it is a fact that, you know, people don't like to wait and they come into the service drive and they have to wait for someone to come and uh, talk to them. And if they get their their car fixed, Uh, technicians got to work on it we don't have enough technicians and we don't have enough service advisors Um, so it's personnel big our the single biggest problem we have is personnel availability good people are hard to find today
9: you know I know good people are so hard to find but you know it's really hard for me to to understand why there's a, uh, a labor market problem with how expensive things are getting, you know, how even with the uh, federal $300 issue that I think is pretty much behind us now, but uh, how people can sit on their couch and afford to pay their rent where
6: their mortgages, is yeah,
9: Do I don't think that's uh, the issue. If, Are people evaporating? I mean, like, yeah. what's
2: the issue? Yeah, it's working. a mystery, um, Mark. You know, we found uh, whenever we were in the Keys, you know, it was just amazing, you know, how uh, the lack of employees affected everything. And, uh, you know, we found, uh, you, you know, everyone's apologizing, uh, but it definitely was obvious. It was obvious in the restaurant. It was obvious in the uh, hotel tell and there are some people that are not real patient and they're you know they come in they're on vacation and uh, that's just the way it is and you you know we kind of accepted it for what it was and we're just glad we were on vacation and you know we did the alternative uh, and that is to be a little more patient but you wonder how you know uh, they're surviving uh, because uh, you still got to make that car payment, you got to pay the rent, and you uh, got to get a job.
1: Yeah, we, uh, Mark, there's definitely the in me. the labor market a lot of competition. Uh, like wages have gone up significantly uh, for techs, for for lube techs, online stuff, trying to attract people in there. So um, that's going up. So that's kind of kind of helping out, like with the, with we mentioned inflation, but. Um, it is hard. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, a very they, depleted labor market. That,
9: that just can't help the people that aren't working. You know, that's just that's, that's ridiculous.
2: Ridiculous. But
6: anyway,
9: it, that, that's a little bit outside the car, car market or what the, uh, the emphasis of your show is, so I won't I talk won't anymore. But anyway, I've been really bored the last few weeks on Saturday mornings. I don't know what to do with myself. Oh. So I'm glad you're back.
2: Oh, thanks, Mark. Thank you.
9: All right, you guys have a wonderful weekend, okay? The same
2: to you. Always nice to hear from you. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. We're gonna go right to Stu.
1: Hi. We have a text from Anne Marie. Oh. It's been waiting here for three weeks. <laughs> and then she retexted to make sure I hadn't I hadn't lost it, but I had already bookmarked it. I was getting to it first thing. Um first thing at nine o'clock. Good morning. In case you missed my text from three weeks ago, here it is again. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen some astonishing sights in I 95, which prompts the following questions. Rick, pay attention. What is the proper way to tow a vehicle? Two, are different techniques necessary for front wheel drive, rear wheel drive, or all wheel drive vehicles? Three, does it make a difference if the vehicle has a manual or automatic transmission? Four: Do electric vehicles require a different towing technique, or is it the same for an internal combustion vehicle? And five: I've read an electric car with a totally dead battery essentially turns into a brick and is difficult to move. Can this be true? And that's from Anne Marie. Thanks, and she says, "P.S. Welcome back, and glad that we are only on vacation and not abducted or anything like that."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Great questions, Anne Marie. Great
4: questions. All right. All right. We're going to start with the last one first. Yes, that's true. If a hybrid car or an electric car, actually, uh, well, I'll stick with hybrid. I won't try to get into electric because I don't really have a lot of experience on the systems of those. Once that belt, 12-volt battery goes completely dead, the car is locked in park because the park mechanism is controlled by controlled by electric motor, and you cannot put it in neutral. There is no way. So, say a Prius. If they want to tow it when that battery is completely gone they literally have to drag it onto the tow truck uh, with the tires just basically screeching. Oh, wow. um, towing a vehicle and I'm, I'm assuming she's meaning towing behind like a motorhome or something like that the safest way is on a trailer and obviously the best way for any tow truck is on a flatbed. The wheels that might drive the car say like with an electric car even if you put it in neutral if those wheels are spinning they're turning those electric motors and that actually can generate electricity and can actually burn up the entire system wow. the whole the whole electric system on that car meaning the inverter and the electric motors so like on Prius that high is, voltage so like a prius's front wheel drive so if you're going to tow that make sure you tow the back wheels. right the back wheels would have to be well the front wheels would have to be off the ground right. Uh, no Toyota is actually recommended to be what's called dingy towed. In other words, pulled with or, all four wheels on the ground. I've seen that. And most manufacturers do not recommend that anymore. Uh, there are companies that will set up devices where they have an actual electric motor that will uh, uh, circulate the transmission fluid so that it can keep it cool and you can dingy-toe it. But it's not safe to do that and you can damage the car. The best way is check your owner's manual and find out if there are any recommended ways for towing your car behind another vehicle and follow those rules.
0: Tesla says do not tow the car under any circumstances, flatbed it.
4: Right. In that that case, you would get a a simple trailer, uh, U-Haul and all those make them, that you would simply drive the car onto this trailer and tow it behind your vehicle that way.
1: What if you can't drive it? It, the car could do itself, summon it to the top of no, the trailer.
0: That's a fair question. Uh, my Tesla manual says, do not uh, tow this car, flatbed it. Right. And my car won't, and I'm, uh, I'm off the side of the Sawgrass Expressway, and I call uh, You're uh, not someone to person. help me. How are we going to put the Tesla on the flatbed?
4: And basically, they're going to hook a cable onto drag your it. Tesla and drag it on there. Oh,
0: not yeah. my Tesla.
4: <laughs> well the <laughs> now the other tires, option what do. somebody else's test yeah. The uh, the other option which so I've, I've seen up on the roof. Done, actually the tow trucks have these devices that they will jack the car up, oh, raise dolly. it up a little bit a little wheels, and put these pieces under your wheels, dollies, under your wheels dollies, that is a dolly yeah. Yeah. and now then now they, they can tow it up it's to the It's amazing how
2: far we have have <laughs> come. and I learned that the hard way in Pittsburgh. I mean, you better know a professional truck
4: well we, we company actually company
2: and the driver yeah. because they can really mess your car up
4: at, a, at the shop we actually have a set of these uh devices basically that it's a metal square with wheels under it you raise the car up and you put one of these it's under like each tire and you can push that car in any direction any way you, yeah. you can spin it in circles Sure, okay. and it's a great way to move the car around sounds good Did I cover all the bases there, Stu?
1: (laughs) Uh, let's see, we, I think, okay,
4: any difference for towing a automatic versus a manual transmission vehicle? Again, go to your owner's manual to check and see, because even some manual transmission cars are not meant to be towed that way. Okay, how about rear-wheel drive versus front-wheel versus all-wheel drive? Hmm. Uh, Front-wheel drive, most cars, if you raise the front end, you can let the back wheels simply spin free. A okay. uh, rear-wheel drive car, they would normally raise the back end and let the front wheels spin free. However, you got to make sure that the steering wheel is locked because if that steering wheel starts to move a little bit, you get that car wiggling and waggling all over. More damage all right. than and all-wheel drive would have to be up on a trailer.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Well, Emory, I think we got all the questions answered. Thank you for a good one. You always <laughs> prompt a great discussion with your questions. Absolutely.
2: <laughs>
0: that that manual is very important. This, if you can't remember any of this. Uh, Google it when you call. Start just say, "Can I tow the? How do I tow my car?"
4: And tell them what kind of car you got.
2: Yeah. Don't learn the hard way.
4: As a matter of fact, Donovan just chimed in here. Says, "Earl, you would use Tesla roadside service in your Tesla app, and Tesla would send a tow truck specifically designed to work with your car." Oh, thank you, Donovan. Exactly. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, Donovan to the rescue. Uh, That's our buddy Donovan. (laughs) Yes,
2: he's always here for us. Um. I gotta take the attention away from Stu and the text because our lines are backed up again. So we're gonna go to Boca where uh, we have a favorite and that's Doug who's calling us this morning. Good morning, Doug. Hi, good
10: morning. Hey, hey Doug. Doug. Hey Doug. Thank you for singing happy birthday to Sam.
4: Happy
0: birthday, Sam. Happy birthday to happy
10: birthday,
2: awesome. Thank you. So we have
10: an issue because Sam has been trying to trade in her lease, but they don't have any cars. So she extended her lease to six months and now we only have four months left. And, well, I'd like to know what you think we could do.
0: <laughs> shop shop the residual, which you can buy the car for, with the market value, which is at an all-time high, probably, and uh, make a decision. I mean, you can uh, you can uh, then you've got another problem What do I do without a car And you don't want to buy or lease a car today Because the prices are too high But I would start out just for fun uh, uh, Look at your contract Look at the residual value And then uh, do some shopping You're going to have some fun uh, Webuyanycar.com uh, CarMax uh, uh, Vroom uh, there's, there's probably half a dozen uh, Valid third party bu- Car buying sources for you and then you take it to a couple of dealers, you can have a, have a lot of fun, and find out how much money your car is worth compared to what you could buy it for today. Four months early, you know, you might wanna go ahead and take advantage of it.
6: For well,
10: sure. When you say that they wanna buy her car uh, because it's worth more than, than um, what the payout is. Basically, you can get it for fifteen five. And the car is worth way more than that. And I told her, well, why don't you just buy the car? And then she looked at me and said, well, it doesn't have a warranty anymore. So
0: what do you think of that? Well, you know, if you if you if you're not going to buy a car and you're going to sell your car, uh, then you just have to ask yourself how you're going to cope with between now and the time that would be a good time to buy a car. Let's say you want to wait till the end of January. Uh, can you get by without a car? I mean. Uh you can uh you can use Uber. Uh actually I use Uber a lot in Key West. Uh you can carpool, uh you can use mass transportation, uh Palm Tran, Bright Line. <laughs>
10: you know. well, we have two we have two cars, so I you have get by two, with yeah. one car, yeah. There you go. And and that way we can wait until the chip thing, whatever yeah. that is, chip.
0: I- you have your cake and eat it
2: too. Yep. Wait till the dust settles.
10: Okay. Well, I appreciate your help, and you guys have a great holiday weekend.
0: Thanks, Doug. Sam, do you want to say thank Manella. you, Doug?
2: Thanks for taking the time. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, or you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. Don't forget youranonymousfeedback.com. dot com. We're going to go to Frank, who's been holding. How oh, good. Thank you, Frank, for your patience welcome hello hi frank welcome hey,
10: how are you guys great happy thanksgiving a day late.
2: thank you happy thanksgiving to you
10: oh. thank you for next year uh, we were discussing remote keys replacements
9: right.
10: and i think you guys said Ace hardware is the best place to get a copy is that correct
4: uh, if you're looking for just a regular regular key that has the metal blade to it, then yes, that would be a great place to get them done.
10: Well, what about these uh, the
4: remote ones, the keyless entry things? Uh, that, generally, you're going to want to go with a dealership.
0: Well, you can buy them online. I mean, here's the, the problem is you've got the programming charge, which... The cost of the keyless remote is one thing, and then the cost of programming is another.
4: Right, uh, but be careful who you look at for buying online. Uh, there's a lot of knockoff parts that will not program to the car.
0: Again, I you always to make sure you find a good quality place. I always recommend Amazon, and uh, you look at the uh, reviews. And if you carefully look at the reviews, if you get a four, four point three or four point five or a high Google review, and they actually, not Google, but actually Amazon review, um, and they actually bought the part, then you can pretty well bank on the fact that it's a good part. And you can read the reviews and find out what the complaints were. I mean, uh, I tell you what, if you're careful with Amazon and you read the reviews, you can you, you're not going to go wrong quality-wise. And then find out before you buy it what the dealer's going to charge you because he's the only one that's going to be able to program it for you. Yep.
10: Right, right. All right. We, we were just having a discussion about that. Yep. One of my friends
0: lost the key
10: and uh, I, I told him I thought I heard about Ace but that, I didn't realize that was just for the old-fashioned keys. Yeah.
0: You call, call three yeah. different dealers of that make car and get the programming cost and you'll get three different prices and take the lowest one. Uh, no two dealers... Uh, charge you the same amount, and if you're a negotiator, say, hey, hey cut me a little slack here. I got my key. Uh, I know it only takes you 20 minutes to do the programming, so can can you give me a, a little bit of a break? Negotiate a little bit, talk to three or four dealers, and then you'll get the lowest programming cost, and you'll have the lowest cost of the keyless remote.
10: All right. Thank you very much. I, I usually, when I
9: negotiate, I usually ask them to you know, ease
10: my pain. There you go
2: negotiating can right, be a thanks. lot of fun a lot of fun
6: thanks for guys. there's a Appreciate lot of availability sure. thanks, thanks
2: so much frank it was nice hearing from you uh we're gonna get skedaddled back to stew hi he has been neglected
1: no i haven't um some of the texters are waiting and i thought that was when frank called i thought that was frank from jupiter farms because frank sent some information um he had i guess is it is it your brother-in-law hang on a second real quick um Wow, there's a lot of text here, Frank. I was going to suggest oh, his friend Steve is, ha- is in the situation that you've described where they f- he's found himself in a situation where he has to buy a car right now, mm-hmm. and or at least soon. And he's encountering everything we've talked about on the show, markups thousands over MSRP, and he feels unsafe. Um, he, apparently, I think they got cars through work for most of his, his career, and now he's on his own. With poor experience, um, Frank has uh, been listening a long-time listener, so Frank is well-equipped to guide him. But I was hoping that Frank could call in and talk about the situation. We can, uh, we can talk about that a little bit. So Frank, please call in if you're listening right now. But we'll move on to another texter here. And this one's probably uh, a Rick question. It says, uh, my 2014 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited tires needed to be inflated to 36 PSI uh, per the specs in the manual. I went to a big box store to inflate to 36 PSI. When I turned on my Jeep, the display indicated 38 PSI. Is it safe to drive with higher tire pressure or must I return to deflate? Please
4: advise. Thank you in advance for your response. What I would do is I would look on the sidewall of the tire and you'll see on there uh, where it says inflate up to, and it will give you a number there. Um, For truck tires, it's usually going to be something around 51 pounds or 51 PSI. As long as you're below that number, you're totally safe. And having just a couple extra pounds in there isn't going to hurt anything. That's right.
1: It's really handy when you're, the, the tire pressure monitors tell you which tire um, what the pressure is in each tire
4: because yes, old the old version used to drive you crazy. yeah well, you used to be you didn't have any at all, yeah <laughs> and then they came out with the one that would uh, read the speed of the tire as it was rotating, right and it would kind of give you an indicator, yeah, it looks like one of the tires Getting may be soft. low on air. Yeah. Then they actually got sensors in the wheels. And now those sensors can tell you which wheel is yeah. low. So Isn't it's, it great? The technology is getting makes, so much better. It is. It's incredible. M- makes
2: my job easier. Right. I used to run around a car, you know? Yep. I mean.
1: Exactly. You've been put out of work <laughs> <laughs> by, by automation. Man. All right. So here's another text uh, from Joe. It says, Earl, last week, and this is uh, from November 9th, so he's referring to um, several weeks ago <laughs> when we were last year. Uh, last week, someone said you should not drive in deep water, especially if a car is coming towards you. And I'd always, I thought that was sound advice. I just, I, Absolutely. I thought that was great.
0: Well, I, I gave that a lot of thought, but right. I, I think it's the safest thing, is don't drive in deep water. Right. Um, and if don't you can't swim, definitely don't right. drive in deep water.
1: I, I, th- I thought I said don't dive in deep
0: water. You're supposed to
1: dive in deep water, not shallow water. All right. I'm sorry, Joe. Anyway, especially uh, don't drive in deep water, especially if a car is coming towards you. And they're driving fast because you don't want your engine to get wet Uh, Joe wants to know how is it any different um, than having someone pressure washing your engine
4: uh, with a pressure washer well well when they're running a pressure washer they're gonna uh, hopefully they're gonna be careful about where they're spraying that water yeah it's not yeah but it's also a very minute quantity of water as compared to that wave it's that not, can wash up, it's not going to suck into the engine right. in hydrolock. And you're not spraying that directly into that uh, air intake. Right. Whereas that wave of water that's coming up when you get in deep water, or when another car yeah. comes past you going the opposite direction, that just sends yeah. a few gallons of water right into the intake, right into your engine. And done. And water does not compress. Yeah. and that's what an engine basically is it's a apart. compressor and just yeah and a
2: great description metal pieces yeah. begin to bend and break
1: yeah it's really important they do like, indeed yeah, it's, it's important thing if you have a home pressure don't 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 pressure washer don't start washing mm-hmm. your engine you, you gotta have. be a trained detail tech to yep. do that is there areas that you do not spray and we've had issues many years ago where you know willy-nilly spraying has resulted in electrical issues and things yep. like that all right thanks joe that's a great question all right.
2: Okay, your uh, invitation Call. to.
1: Oh, it's Frank. Yeah, Frank's you, here Frank. from Jupiter Farms. Good. I couldn't explain it better than you could.
2: Hi, hi Frank. Welcome.
1: Good
2: hey, morning, good Frank.
11: Morning to yes, this is a real thing. Yeah, I'm Frank. Steve works <laughs> in the work
1: You're not coming through, Frank. I think there's a.
2: We have a little audio.
1: Sounds like you're, you're in, a, in a suck. Does
11: this work better? Oh, much better, yeah. 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 i tell you what, let me call you back on the landline. From this
2: Okay. Good idea.
1: Go ahead, I'll read this text while you're uh, We'll go back to, to
2: gives Stu an opportunity to share some of this text with us.
1: Okay, let's see. It gets confusing when we have a backlog of three weeks.
2: <laughs> oh, I can't imagine.
1: Okay, good morning. Just looking at the numbers due to the chip shortage, and this is from Bob. Uh, just look at the numbers due to the chip shortage problem. Example, buying a new car, let's say it's $35,000, tax is going to be approximately uh twenty two seventy five plus registration fees. I think a lot of work can be done to bring your current vehicle up to speed. Okay, I think this is in response to something else and it's out of context completely. So I'll jump over to <laughs> another one. If anybody has anything to say, I'm I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I, I have, whole I <laughs> to, uh,
0: that made me think about something. We're talking about the high price dealers are charging and the fact that they're making big fat profits. What we don't talk about in the total price that you have to pay is what the manufacturer is making. Yeah. The manufacturer hides discounts, so even the dealers don't really fully appreciate what they're making on a car. I promise you today, every auto manufacturer, without exception, is maximizing their profit to the dealer. Now the dealer's just passing that along, he's got no choice, and then he's hosting you when you come in. So when we say that you're gonna save a ton of money uh, in January and February if you wait, uh, you're gonna save two tons of money because the manufacturers are gonna start getting competitive. They're gonna come up with dealer cash and customer cash and all the things over which they have control, and the dealer's gonna to have to cut the price too. So. Uh, save save $3,000, $4,000 if you wait till January, February.
2: Great information. Um, We're gonna go to John in Palm City. I believe he is still holding. Are you there,
12: John? Yes, Yes, I'm here. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you. I just wanna mention a problem. It's coming back from 40 years ago, and it's not on any national news. Years ago, it was because of the shortage of gasoline now is because the average mm. is three fifty a gallon, and what the problem is, especially in the big cities like New York, it's siphoning of gasoline. It's so valuable now; it's uh, some shops are even out of siphons, and it's uh, you don't see about it on the national news. So I want to mention it because forty years ago, approximately, they possibly solved it by locking gas caps. Now Rick will tell you today, you can't get around that so easy because of all the pollution standards the gas cap has to be properly vented and I don't think any company, I think at that time it was Stant, the company that made the gas caps could handle, Rick what's your question answer about that, is that it, it, locking gas cap would be too complicated because of all the different models and different pollution standards?
4: Yeah, most, most of the locking gas caps don't really seal properly for some reason, so uh, folks, there's they're actually getting hard to find. But most cars now, the fuel door that you open has to be released from inside the car, so most of them are pretty secure that way. Uh, and there's also little baffles that they've installed in the uh, fuel intake line, so it's harder to get a hose down inside to that fuel tank. Mm. But The thieves will find a way. So, unfortunately, even the the best tricks you can get, the best thing you can do is just hope that the guy next to you has got an easier car for them to siphon fuel out of.
12: Hmm. Well, it's funny because I went to two Walmarts two weeks ago, and both are Walmarts, but they say it's because of the shortage and uh, conditions today. Not only were out of siphons, but they were completely out from an early question that was asked was that they had no washer fluids. Absolutely not one gallon bottle. So wow. it just hmm. shows you things that are short. Uh, I know hmm. We know that washer fluid cannot be imported. It must be made here. But I thought that was kind of weird about having absolutely no washer fluid. And we had an uh, inquiry earlier today about that. Very weird. So I just, I just wanted to bring that up. And I wanted to bring up also on Radex which is a liquid spray that they sell, you know, with windshield wiper blades, and they were also out of that. But wow. But people, we mentioned on this show that Rain-X liquid spray is fabulous yeah. because it's so good on the window, you could actually drive in the rain, and you don't need your windshield wipers on.
4: Right, as, l- as long as you, you apply it properly. Also. What's that, Rick? As long as you apply it properly. you got to follow the directions on the bottle and do exactly like they say, that stuff is amazing.
12: Yes, I want to mention that also. And I want to tell you something about electric cars. It's it's going completely crazy, completely. Even Toyota. Toyota has a plant in Buffalo, West Virginia, that's been making engines for 25 years. They were hiring 100 new employees. They're investing $250 million in that plant just to make one line of electric vehicle engines. So, and, and uh, Tesla completely in Germany, they're so worried about Germany gonna be com- competitive to them that from the Wolfberg plant in Germany, a hundred miles east of Wolfsburg, they're building a $7 billion plant, Tesla, to make the Tesla cars in Germany. So it's all going crazy completely. And it's the future that's gonna be you know,
0: completely different. Hey, John, I just I was while you were talking about rain and you couldn't buy it, and they were out. I just go I just Google, I Amazoned it, and I went to Amazon, and you can buy. It'll be arriving at your house tomorrow afternoon. Today, <laughs> uh, you can you can buy a forty-eight ounce uh, bottle of rain for eight dollars <laughs> and twenty-seven cents, and if you do, if you do, <laughs> if you order it now, it'll be there today, and they'll deliver it to your house.
6: Wow,
0: you can't beat that service. Yeah, I'm just saying that yeah. online is the name of the game, and uh, I think some of these uh, brick-and-mortar stores are, uh, you know. They're going to be challenged, and either they get into the game. I was reading the other day, Best Buy, of all places. I mean, the Best Buys are all over the place. Best Buys are doing more business online than they are doing in the stores. In fact, they're converting their stores over to warehouses.
4: They're doing what we're doing, kind of.
1: Yeah. Taking orders and picking up at the store. Exactly.
4: Well, (laughs) on your other topic there, John, I recently saw a picture of a car that Lamborghini says may be their first uh, what they're going to build for an electric car, and I can tell you, it you know, typical Lamborghini style. This thing looked like a spaceship, but it was awesome.
12: Interesting. But I even
4: even Lamborghini wants an electric car.
12: Looked like something from outer space. Yep. Yeah. By the way, one other fast thing too. They mentioned you know we know about used cars, there are, but nobody talks about the collector car market. That was way down, mainly because the live auctions and the live auto shows were canceled. I mean, the biggest show that was canceled was October of 2020, Hershey, Pennsylvania. They totally cancel that. That's the first time in 60 years, but the, they seem to be coming back now. And the live auctions are what people like to bid on cars. And records were set in 2018, uh, 35 Duesenberg, Gary Cooper's car, 22 million. And on a foreign car, in 2018, a 62 Ferrari 250 GTO, $48.4 million. Yikes. That's it. Holy moly. That was sold at Gooding & Company. It was a tech company in California, uh, high-tech. And the guy bought that car in 2000 for $10 million. And in 2018, got $48.4 Nice little wow. profit, I'd say.
4: Oh yeah!
2: That's a lot of cabbage.
12: <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a lot you of know coleslaw. The funny thing with listeners when I mention Gary Cooper's car, a lot of the young people are listening don't even know who Gary Cooper probably is.
4: Yeah, Very we should do. <laughs> hey, they John. don't even know what a Duesenberg is. Hey, John. Yeah, Duesenberg. It was the,
0: one of the most
12: expensive <laughs> American cars. Ever made, but it's American. Yeah. People think it's it's German, but it was a German that designed it. And the
0: expression—that's a doozy. <laughs> yep.
12: Yes, exactly. All right, guys. I'm looking forward to shopping report.
2: <laughs> Thanks, John. It was great hearing from you. Uh, we you. have got to get to Frank uh, from Jupiter Farms. If you're still holding, Frank, are you still there?
11: Frank. Oh, absolutely. I would never hang up on you guys. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> You know, every time you show, I mean, it triggers memories. And like the guy was just saying about the gas and siphoning. Yeah. Um, I, I recall, and I found a very ingenious contraption that would work even with the new cars. <laughs> um, today, it was a spring. It was like a, a, a stainless steel spring that you kind of pushed in there and as you'd twist the spring, it would collapse. But you could push it down into your tube. And then once it got released, it, w- it wouldn't let a hose in there. Um and consequently, that wouldn't interfere with your um, um, pollution devices or anything if they're still out there. But, I mean, that, that was a long time. It's like memory laying listening to your show. Hey, Frank,
0: you're, you're an old guy like I am. You remember you remember the old moron jokes?
11: Um, some of them.
0: Yeah. You're, and when, here, here's one. Did you hear about the moron that tried to sit, siphon gas out of a Tesla?
11: Oh, no, I didn't hear that one. That's great. That's really good. <laughs> Um, hang on let me just
0: um oh i thought that was i thought that was uh, on purpose did he get electrocuted?
11: <laughs> no i like that that's that's very good i I did see something on the on facebook someone showed a tesla broken down on 95 and they had a generator um, running um using gasoline to recharge the tesla yeah.
4: oh they yeah, had the generator sitting next to the tesla running the generator to charge it up exactly yeah oh really <laughs>
11: but, a great um, photo anyway it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a unique world. But, yeah, the reason I called, this gentleman, a friend of ours, uh, has moved down from Rhode Island. He works at um, Terra Marsh, a um, fruit stand near US1 and Donald Ross, and he's in need of a car. He's had BMWs for years and years. He has a 2020 X3 that's been like a lemon. He'd be driving down the street, the windows open automatically. Driving down the street, the door trunks pop open. So they're going to take it back from him. Um, and actually he's wondering if he can get his $5,000 depositor and cut the lease early because they're desperate for cars. I mean, they're, they can't believe a low-mileage you know, BMW is coming in. But he needs to replace it. So he went looking at all things. I don't know why he's looking at um, the Kia Telluride, um, but that's what he likes, and they're $15,000 over sticker. And I said, you know, what do I do? I said, no, walk away. That's ridiculous. But he does need to get a car. Um, so maybe we'll call you uh, uh, off the air and you can... Give me some hints, but he wants me to go with him because he doesn't know how to mystery or not mystery shop just car buy. He's never had to do it for all these years. Um, Any suggestions on what dealers might still be reasonable out there in this day and age?
0: Reasonable today is probably sticker, and uh, I'll give a little hint. Uh, Our mystery shopping report actually had a dealer uh, that we mystery shopped that actually sold the car below sticker. So Uh, It's interesting, um, you know, we can talk about this on another show, but maybe this whole COVID effect and the fact that dealers are making a lot of money and selling them at uh, high prices, uh, you know, the prices now are coming down to sticker, so, you you know. Yeah, and my oh, advice you. to him probably on the air would be if you can, we've had, what, Stu, two or three uh, mystery shopping reports where they actually sold the car at sticker or close to. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sticker's the sticker name of the game. Sticker with
1: uh, a couple of them with some dealer fees.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and they do, but that's just the oh, fact yeah. of life.
1: Yeah.
11: But he needs a car. That's The, the yeah. other question, I mean, uh, he asked me since they're, they're willing to break the lease, he's going to meet with them on Monday and buy him out early, would he be able to get his 5000 deposit back? Is that a possibility?
0: Well, you need to ask that question. Uh, he should. I mean, if they've got a car that's defective, it's a lemon, uh, he's got a... I mean, if they can't fix the car, uh, then he's got a lemon law going for him. I mean, yeah, yeah, That's an interesting question, Stu. How does the lemon law apply in a lease? Because he doesn't own the car.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't think... Uh Gosh, that's a really good question. I've never faced it before. I don't think a lemon law would apply to a lease, or I don't know. Uh, maybe it would. Uh, or uh,
0: <laughs> I just asked Boy, a question that I can't answer, and we'll get the answer from you. Me. Have, yeah. Somehow, Amber ahead, has, we'll has rubbed
1: off on you. You've you've, you've, you've taken some of her. Uh, her yeah. Her, her, her <laughs> <penis>. Wow. <laughs> I always got good questions for you guys. What that's a hell
0: of a question. That's a stumper. We'll, we'll get the answer well, for what? your friend. Let's, yeah, yeah. Google will tell me. <laughs> yeah. I I have a hunch um, he will get his money back, all of it. If he's got a car that cannot be fixed by BMW and it's in warranty, he will get, one way or the other, all of his money back. Let your voice be heard. And if he can't, tell him to call me. I'll give him the name of a lawyer. He'll get his money back.
1: Leases are covered by Lemon Law. Yeah. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, it is brain fart.
2: And, uh, uh, Frank, there's always the easy way and the hard way. So he's in good wow. hands.
1: <laughs> <The hard way. laughs> I, I, I try to come
11: and have him come down to your dealership, but when I spoke to your salesman, you have no cars. I mean, there's just nothing. So yeah, I, that's UD, I guess, like the RX or the RAV4 might be a, a good... Are those coming in or...?
0: Nope. <laughs> well, they're coming <laughs> in, but they're going out <laughs> fast.
1: Yeah, oh, okay. all the ones that are coming in have, were ordered about uh, 90 to 120 days uh, prior to it arriving. So... You got to get in line, or best, or uh, best advice is to is to wait. Till patience. Things, yeah, wait. A lot possible. of
2: patience.
11: Well, as always, welcome back. I'm glad, and um, I really appreciate um, Earl because I was getting concerned at hearing all the reruns that you were all right, and you texted me back. Yeah, to- we, I, I
0: I should apologize to everybody because we really we we only thought we were going to be gone for a week, and then it's uh, so much fun. We, we just had so much fun, and uh, we have no excuses. We just. Uh, we actually came home and well, went we back. We have some again. excuses. Yeah. We loved it down there.
2: Yeah, our our, our home was uh, unlivable.
0: I got selfish, Nancy and I both. Yeah, we, got we selfish, just yeah. we
2: couldn't take it anymore. It was just so much going on, so much pressure, and you know, if you've ever been subjected to a flood, oh my goodness, I'll tell you, and you're living in it. Mm. Oh
11: yeah, no, that's uh, that's a stinky situation.
2: Yeah, had to uh, get out one, of town.
11: One The one thing that will be in my mind until I leave the surf is uh, the kindness and the love your husband shows. Walking out of the store there on Indian Town, opening your car door, and you got in like the good old days of someone opening your car door. That's Mr. Uh, Wonderful. No, it's a very, very. It just shows the true love and affection that is still out there. Yeah. Well,
6: thank you.
11: How about about shining your husband's shoes?
2: Oh boy! I'm really gonna get the ladies to call me.
11: People,
6: people still shine shoes.
11: Okay, I I think there is one lady that wants to call, but I don't know if she can get through. She's um, I told her about your show, and she's just very nice. Well, thank you. Maybe too late on this show. Maybe next week.
2: Yeah. Wait, uh, Earl and I like some of the old-fashioned ways, and then on the other hand, it's there's a very thin line. You know, I am woman, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But there's a time and a place for everything. Uh, but it's <clears throat> nothing like the good old days.
11: No, that's true. And the Barracudas. So.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Frank.
2: Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in, Frank. Uh, we're going to go back to Stu.
1: Yeah, we have a, a little time for a couple more. We have anonymous feedback to get to. Uh, good morning from East Tennessee. I've got a question for, for Stuart, I suppose, or it's me, <laughs> I suppose Earl. Are you going to start a waiting list for the new BZ4X if you so if so could you put me on that list um we have a list and guess what there's one person on it so you're number two <laughs> just <laughs> email me uh at uh, or just text me your uh your contact information and I'll, I'll get in touch with you and we can get you on the list uh we're anticipating a
0: thousand dollar deposit
1: nope uh nope it's a uh it would be a refundable deposit and i want to <laughs> establish expectations they're getting it's, it's coming out in march um and i think Every dealer in the southeast, Toyota dealer, will get one for the entire year. So it's it's a very, very low supply mm-hmm. of vehicle. If you go out to California, I think they plan on having a, a larger release out in California because of the admission requirements out there. All right.
0: You know, actually, it would be a great buy because you could buy that car and flip it and probably make, what, 10 grand?
1: Probably double it. Double it, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, think
0: it's gonna be priced in the forties, we'll so it, you can sell gonna, it. We'll sell it to you at MSRP, and then uh, all the other <coughs> dealers will be marking them up fifty grand, so you can flip it and make a quick twenty-five grand. Do it.
1: We'll help. It'll be exciting. It'd be good content for our next show. Okay, next one. In my experience, Kia dealers. This is a t- anonymous feedback. We don't know who said this. In my experience, Kia dealers, regardless of where they're located, are usually the worst of the worst. Your mystery shop of Napleton Kia did nothing to change my opinion. Six hundred plus dollars for nitrogen has to be a record. Yeah, and I think uh, was that K- Na- Napleton did that?
4: I think so. Yeah.
1: Because we saw the Rav Four uh,
4: Prime one that had uh, five hundred for five hundred dollars for nitrogen, and and uh, that Rav Four apparently was what was uh, Texas or California? Texas, I think. Texas. Yeah. Yeah, California wouldn't let that those yeah. shenanigans go on. Wow. <laughs>
1: Everything happ- Everything goes on in Texas. All right. More anonymous feedback. Here's some good advice. Online tools such as Carvana and Vroom provide great information to the consumer. I've have had my car appraised through these services, and they were about three thousand dollars more than what the dealers offered. Yeah, that's great. And we, uh, yeah, that that's we've been saying this for even before this crazy, uh, these crazy times. But uh, they're not always better. But it's easy. It's so fast and. Uh, and they're they're often much higher. Well, than the news.
0: dealers check Carvana and Carmax and Vroom and We Buy Car because uh, there are significant factors in making the market, and they are making the prices of used cars go up. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a, it's a buying selling frenzy going on, and we, you know, uh, car dealers will actually make a deal because they feel like. WeBuyAnyCar.com gave me $3,000 more than good common sense tell me, tells me the car's worth. And so they'll make the deal on the new car and then sell it to uh, WeBuyAnyCar.com. So if, if you don't check all the sources, if you're trading in a car or selling a car, uh, you're leaving money on the table. Yep great information
2: Uh, folks i want to let you know that uh, we're not taking any more calls right now because we're getting ready for the mystery shopping report and uh, i'm going to send it back to Stu if he's got any more texts to share with us
1: got a couple of quick ones uh anonymous feedback the dealer i leased my car from told me that if i buy my car at the end of the lease i will have to pay the dealer fee again is that legal
0: Fly, yes. It's legal and it's it's, it's terrible shame, and uh, and you know I would love to have uh, the attorney general, uh, the the, uh, the the regulators, all the people that allow this to happen in Florida. Uh, you're you're being bought off by the car dealers. You're being bought off by their political action committees, and you should pass a law that does not allow. I mean, it's just so unconscionable that you would allow... Here, 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 the leasing company, or in this case, Toyota, in my case, Toyota, has a contract with you, the, the lessee, to be able to buy the car at a price. And that's, the purpose of that contract is offer you a benefit to buy it at a price, if it benefits you. And then, in the same breath the dealer's being allowed to charge you anything he wants to add to the price, he could charge you $3,000 legally. And it's okay, it's legal. I and mean, he, how they could,
4: don't even have to tell you about it they don't when tell you first it. start. They, they wait until you're all the way in the and box. And they don't
0: tell you about it. So, I mean, that's a joke. I mean, Florida's a laughing stock of all the states in the union. There's nobody. And from the governor, to the attorney general, to all the regulators, the senators, Everybody is responsible for this.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. And some of you are listening. And you lawyers out there and you people that support this are listening. And everybody's just saying, well, maybe you'll stop. Nobody's paying any attention to them. And that's the way it is. They're allowing fraud to take place in the state of Florida between car dealers yeah, leasing companies and manufacturers they won't listen to us
1: no they, they're going to listen to the people who are listening to us exactly. if they if they get loud and they speak up yeah. start making phone calls i'm
0: getting emotional yeah. we
1: well, yeah. we'll move on the last question is a great transition <laughs> it could it could be a very long answer but it says what is your advice to buying a new car now with dealers marking up over msrp and my advice is to listen to the mystery shopping port we're about to get to and find a dealer that's not charging over, over MSRP. That's the only way to do it. Because yeah. if, if you go to a place that's charging over MSRP and you say pretty please or you beg them or you yell at them, they're not going to discount the car. you got to find a dealership that makes it their policy.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you can do that online. You can do that by phone. It'll take a lot of phone calls, but you might find one like we found with the mystery shopping port. Right. Right. You can actually buy a Ford from a well Ford.
1: Pure accident, too. We don't. We don't. Yeah. We didn't seek it out. We just were randomly going around and finding out. But. Pleasantly
0: surprised. Well, here we go. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're going to do the report, right?
1: Oh no! I, oh, you remembered that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to let you do the. That's why I wrote it up. Oh. Okay. Folks, mm-hmm. we're we we're discussing a different format, and I, I really wasn't ready to do the new format, more improvisation. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna do it the old way. Yeah.
0: Stu does all the work. He does the research. He works with the uh, secret agent. And uh, and then he puts it together and prose, uh, very, you know, he's a really good writer, and I read it. So I, we decided that from that, maybe next week. Next week I'll, I'll improvise you know, it more. Yeah, Stu will do it, and it'll be real because I I'm reading this, and I I hate to read stuff, but I'm going to read it anyway. And then next week we'll go live with Stu, and it'll be more natural.
1: I thought about that last night at two o'clock in the morning when I when I sent you the report.
0: You know, I, I, I know why you're late because you slept. No, no that's, not you <laughs> that's not why. That's not why. Okay, Mystery Shop of Al Packer Ford. Earl Storm on Cars is back in the mystery shopping business after a brief hiatus. For three weeks, car dealers across South Florida were able to relax knowing that our mystery shoppers were standing down, albeit temporarily. Well, we're back, boys. Mm -hmm. We're back. Wake up. And we're out to get you. (laughs) Back on Al Packer Ford, they go way back. They're one of the old timers. You remember if you if you're if you've been around town for a long time, and Stu probably doesn't remember this, and I know Rick doesn't. Granny Packer. Nope. I you remember, remember Granny Packer. Granny Packer. Yes. Anyway, that was it was a great commercial, it was humorous, and that was his figure. It was kinda like what the Regos do now, even though they don't own the Rego dealerships anymore. It's kind of a comedy thing. But it was Granny Packer. Yep. It was Al Packer. And now the son took over and I think the sun still has it. But they've been around for 35 years. Yeah, they're
1: down West Palm.
0: 40 years, yeah. (coughs) Military trail, West Palm. At any rate, um, I can tell you that uh, while Nancy and I were away, the general conditions of the retail automobile industry did not change. New vehicle production and distribution remain at critically low levels, and so do car dealership inventories. Not that any of this has been a problem for car dealers, as we've demonstrated week after week, The inventory shortage have run prices and profits up to historic levels. Uh, And I'm talking, well, I just read that from other Motivam News earlier. The prices and the profits are off the charts. These big, buying a car at an MSRP would be considered a great deal, truly. If you can buy a car, sticker, I mean MSRP sticker, and don't get hosed on... Dealer addendums and dealer hidden fees. If you can walk out, if you can get an out-the-door price of MSRP plus tax and tag only, it's a good price on any car today. That's a steal. This is no exaggeration. Our mystery shoppers are routinely given prices that are thousands, even tens of thousands of dollars over MSRP. And I mentioned earlier, Rick sent me a picture of a winter sticker Wolver on vacation uh, on the Oakland. Oakland Park Toyota or downtown Oakland Toyota I think it was and picture the sticker charging $40,000 over MSRP plus some addendum crap and hidden fees on top of that add an insult to injury so folks the prices are crazy the car dealers are raising their prices in response to depleted inventories is not surprising what is surprising is how many customers they have right now and isn't it funny, I mean, I,
1: people gotta buy people cars.
0: love cars. I mean, people are coming in. We're selling our cars as Sticker, MSRP. I feel bad about that. Well, not too bad. I mean, you know, with the, where am I getting a lot of money? I,
1: I, I wondered if there was ever going to be a time in my career where, where this would happen. And yeah, it's well, here, here's end. why
0: we shouldn't feel bad, because we're selling them in MSRP, which is less than everybody else, so... I guess you have to say that in a capitalist system, in, uh, in a free market society, if you sell a car for a your competition and you provide value and transparency, you shouldn't feel bad if the price is just so high. Anyway, I'll just try to live with it. <laughs> the evil world bubbles up when I think about this, but I live with it. This week, we selected a car dealership that we have shot in a while, Alpaca Ford. Alpaca is currently recommended with a C grade, and we grade these. So C is average, and they were about average Ford dealer. And we recommend, if you want to buy a Ford, you can buy it from Alpaca. Uh, and relatively speaking, it's, it's the place to go. And you check all those cars out at gooddealerbaddealerlist.com. Good dealer, dealer list. Dot com. We also have a surprise for you this week: the return of Agent Thunder. For you regular listeners, we've been using Agent Lightning, our female shopper, and Agent Lightning is out of town, and uh, we brought Agent Thunder back in and uh, sent him out on a mission. Been a while. Agent Thunder's last mission was in July 2020. Uh, it was a very different world then. He was investigating Green Acres Nissan ad. Uh, headline, saving so low Every Nissan's got to go
1: I, I guess it worked
0: <laughs> There's no more Nissans left Yeah. Or Fords yeah. For his return to the field Agent Thunder was asked to select a new Ford vehicle Of his choice And see if he could get a discount Don't have my mask on I can lick my fingers Here's the report I arrived at Alpaca with my wife At 11.30am, parked the plan was for my wife to stay in the car while I shop Now I'm not talking about me I'm talking about I'm first person Agent Thunder uh, This is part of my exit strategy Leaving my wife in the car I don't like the sound of that Leaving my wife in the car See, The car is I running. Like leaving I my dog in the car See, The car is running yeah. The windows are cracked yeah. I am so, kind of forced myself not to digress I get out of the car Begin to walk the nearly empty lot I saw another set of customers Looking at a loan a truck parked near the showroom. After a few minutes, I made my way inside and was immediately greeted by a receptionist. I told her I was looking for a new truck for work, preferably a Ranger. The receptionist called for a salesperson. A few minutes later, Brenda appeared to greet me. Again, there's definitely a high percentage of female salespeople. That we've noticed, yeah. So that's a good trend, we like that. I told her that I needed a new truck and I liked the Ford Ranger. Brenda asked me to follow her to a table. Where she could get some information from me. Once seated, she asked for my driver's license and personal information. As she entered uh, my info into her computer, she told me she needed to be upfront about vehicle availability. This is good. She said they were basically out of trucks. They had no zero F F-150s Now Does not that so. tell you? That tells you something. F one hundred and fifty the number one selling vehicle in the world. Number one, and they're not any in stock. None at Alpaca Ford And they only had two rangers And one of those was sold The other ranger was a white XLT crew cab It just arrived and had yet to go through their pre-delivery inspection Brenda said she could show it to me I told her the XLT could actually work for me That I would always buy white work trucks Brenda was accommodating and said That was nearly all their customers All their customers were ordering vehicles and they're waiting a few months for delivery, and this is true same in, at our dealership If the Ranger they ha- had wouldn't work, she would order one They would I told her that I couldn't wait that long Asked her if she was expected to get any more in She said they had about 70 new floors inbound But most were already sold This is all factual, I'm sure uh, We went outside to look at the Ranger It was the same one I saw when I arrived Brenda reiterated <coughs> It still needed to go through the pre-delivery inspection But I was available uh, It was available for sale, it was ordered by another customer But the deal fell through MSRP on the truck, 36, 480 There was no addendum Boy, another plus Very, very encouraging. Plus, plus, plus Brenda led me around the Ranger Explained the features and the specifications Then she unlocked it, opened all four doors Before continuing her presentation in the interior of the truck She explained that I could not test drive it Because it had not been inspected And that's logical Sounds legit. I asked her if I could see how the numbers added up In this one, uh, in this one And we walked back inside We sat down and Brent asked me How I wanted to pay for it Cash, finance or lease I told her I'd be paying cash She asked if I had a trade I said no Brenda laughed and said that's as simple as it gets And it is. I asked Brenda what kind of discount I could expect. She said I probably would not get anything off MSRP. So sincere and genuine. But she would ask. Hey, you got to ask. If there was any kind of break she could give me. She left for a few minutes and returned with a worksheet. There was nothing on the worksheet but the sales figures. No customer information. No vehicle information. Interesting. The top line labeled market value selling price. And it was MSRP, the official Monroney, 36 36480. Below that, now this is a shocker, a five hundred dollar rebate came off the price. The adjusted price thirty-five nine eighty. Now that's below MSRP. Now they come back, and here's a six hundred ninety-nine dollar um, I could call it a hidden fee, but she's showing it to you. Uh, it wasn't on the advertised price but it should be but it wasn't but it's only 699 and they've already discounted it at 500 below MSRP and another hidden fee uh, with a misnomer 199 free filing it's a dealer fee it's a hidden fee hey hey this is pickyune this is uh, this is nothing
1: hey you are you're 400 yeah. over MSRP now
0: exactly so 400 in, over MSRP out the door I was at 39577 five seventy-seven, Amazing. Brenda was excited to show me the $500 rebate and asked if we had a deal. I said I was impressed that she charged me below MSRP and that I was expecting a big markup. I told her my wife was in the car waiting for me and I'd have to leave. I left the air conditioning off. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> that I was expecting a big markup. I told her my wife was near the guy above I'd like to leave with her And review the numbers tonight Brenda was gracious Accommodating uh, she, she, she said she could hold the vehicle With a credit card deposit I declined to give her a deposit I said if I had uh, if, I, if the truck was sold for tomorrow morning I would reconsider ordering one I said I appreciate the way she did her business And, and I'm sure Agent Thunder did and we do too. I mean, it was a class act. Right. I'm looking at the worksheet, and uh, ah, just as represented. And uh, there we are. There we have a surprise. And uh, we got a little bit of time, so I'm just going to opine a little bit. And Nancy and I were chit-chatting about this in the car on the way in to the studio. I, I'm seeing a trend here in nicer dealers and prices coming toward MSRP,
1: because they're happier, and yeah, and they're happier. No, the, and, the, and the, the deals need, are happier,
0: <laughs> and the need for the deception, because the dealers can sell every car they get, at at least sticker. Well, the need for deception is disappearing. Right, and call me a cockeyed optimist, but maybe, is this is this whole thing subsides and COVID goes, all the way away. Please God, let it go all the way away. Uh, when that happens, maybe the whole dealer body will be a little nicer. <laughs> <I'm> a <car-car-car-cabat.
1: laughs> this is so sweet. Yeah. And then they'll all come together and, and hold <laughs> and, and hands. <laughs> and go buy <laughs> Well, you know that's not going to happen. But, and they'll get rid of the dealer fees. I, but, I, but if it just we gets a little, little bit better.
0: We can hope. If it gets just a little bit oh, I'm better.
1: I'm hoping. I, I think that... Um, Definitely, the dealers are, are nicer and they're happier because they're making so much money. Yeah, and so they're just they're just so yeah. jolly. And every walks in the door and they're hugging people and it's yeah. a great experience. What? Yeah, it's just a love fest. Yeah,
0: and
4: I'd uh, like to teach. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, I know. I was hearing that in my head too, Rick. I was hearing that
1: one. Sing it, Rick. Did you see a lot? Of, I didn't Sing see it. a lot of um, Black Black Friday ads. I mean, I don't watch that much TV. Um, did you a lot mostly mostly streaming? Did you see a lot of Black Friday ads for? Um, because I'm not seeing a lot of discounts being that. You'd think that they would still be thrown
0: out well, BS. I, 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 we, we were watching um, Broward and you know, Sodom Gomorrah. We are watching the, the Miami dealers. And let me tell you, Hollywood Toyota <laughs> no, is giving them away, and they got so many cars coming in, they don't want to do with them. They got some advertisements there. Hollywood Toyota yeah. is just giving them away.
1: I'm, I'm hearing uh, through the grapevine, there's a lot of discontent with the with the Broward and the, and the Miami, the Dade Toyota dealers with. Hollywood's uh, behavior with advertising and yeah, what they're oh. doing with—they're just going insane. Insane, yeah. Um, we also found is some. It, is m- that
2: what you call it? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I think so. But we know, we know that the other who is—he's insane in a good way. He's a, he's a really nice guy, Craig Venn, but, Um Wow, what a beast they are. Okay, um. votes. Let's, Let's see. Do we have votes. any text coming? Well, I don't think we have any. Oh, I got one right here from Frank. <clears throat> Frank and Jupiter Farms goes, uh, Alpaca Ford and A. And I was definitely thinking they, they got to move up from the C because they're not typical oh, now. They're not average. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm going to give them a, a B+. Plus. I'll do a B B+. That's as far as I'll go. And we have Bob is giving a, giving them a B. Yeah. He says, uh, oh, before they, Al Packer was in West Palm, they were in Rockville, Maryland. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, I've been oh, around yeah? for a long
0: time. Granny Packer. I mean, Thanks, and there brother. was Al Packer, Jr. And uh but they were, the, they were pretty rough back in the day. Hmm. Uh, we used to attack them because they had their bottom line pricing, which really wasn't bottom line pricing. And uh, yeah. anyway, they're, they've, they've really come a long way. And I think an A and a B plus is good.
4: Do yeah. you, you, you have any? Yep. Oh, well, Granny Packer was back in the days when Chuck Curcio was running Tire yeah. Kingdom, and he yeah. was doing his commercials that way. Yeah. Yeah. So they were yeah. trying to compete commercial-wise yeah. that yeah. time yeah and, and betting barn the best yep. advertiser. a little history well let's see we've got uh, negan with an a minus i've got uh, andrew with an a for Al Packer. tom a b minus honest and no addendum a step below melanax uh brian with a b for brenda mark a for Alpaca ford mark smith uh, oh he's just coming to sing. really ricky i guess he liked my singing uh, good though, <laughs> Mark Ryan with a B plus, and Scott with a B, and for me, I'm I'm gonna give them that B plus. If they didn't have that dealer fee, the the two little dealer fees there, it'd be an A plus on them. Yeah, but yeah. no,
1: that's the consensus. We got A's coming in. John on Facebook, A, uh, Doug and Ella, um, A minus, uh, Amy, a B, Martha an A. So people,
0: yeah. One of the other Ford dealers on our uh, good dealer, bad dealer list? Uh, has anybody got? Because uh, him, um, 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 McCully. I mean, uh, Molinax?
1: Molinax. Molinax. Yeah. So here's who we have on the on the for Ford <coughs> right now. Molinex Ford is an, at, on the top with an A, followed by and that's an Apopka. And then Molinex Ford in Lake Park is a B. Wayne Acres Ford B minus. Alpaca Ford C. Greco C, Sunrise C, Pompano Ford
0: C-, and Essential Ford and Stewart. Well, you Ford D- buyers C- have got yourself some rollably honest dealers. I mean, compared yeah. to Kia or, or Nissan. Yeah. So you Ford dealers, we got a new one here, and we're, we're, we've are yeah. got two or three really good Ford yeah, you dealers. you
1: can't go wrong with Molinax,
0: Alpaca, or Wayne Acres. Yeah. You can't go wrong with a Ford, except they don't have any F 150s. But Nancy, what, what have we got over there?
2: I'll tell you what Al Packer has come a long way on military trail, <clears throat> and uh, I have that information firsthand. I give them an A. Uh, uh, it's a great mystery um, shopper report.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm just feeling so emotional. I've been made too. Like to it probably should be a A- or B-. Don't, don't, don't they actually
4: just have saying. two locations? And don't they still have the one out on Southern Boulevard? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they do. Got Sing us, too. Yeah, they got <laughs> Southern Boulevard. There's two Alpaca like reports. I'd to buy a... Al Pecker
0: Pecker Ford. Ford. <laughs> <laughs> we're writing commercials for them now.
2: Where's yeah. your guitar?
1: <laughs> uh, I'll get that. Yeah, folks, uh, go see Brenda Packer Ford. Uh, yeah, she's Brenda, honest. Yeah, the dealership yeah. is honest. And they're not going crazy. They're not charging over MSRP. And their
0: fees, they're on the small side. So, Hey, we're going to be out of business if you keep it up. You evil dealers, you keep it going out there. Keep us on the air. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Al Hendrickson, Hollywood Toyota. Palm Beach Toyota, you guys go. You know we're yeah. never going out of business. <laughs> Get them hell.
2: pull yourself together. Hey, uh, listen, I want to let everybody Ford, know Ford's out there. Ford's
0: going to take over down here. Mm-hmm. Ford's going to take over down here. Um, they got more nice dealers yeah. for Ford than predi- anybody else. Problem is, well, three don't
2: weeks go,
1: ago you predicted they'd be out of business. Don't, in 15 don't go crazy. Years. <laughs> don't go
2: crazy. I just want to put this out there. You hear? <clears throat> you can hear us, and you can see, hear how. Excuse me, how happy we are, ecstatic we are that we have a great good mystery shopping report you know we love it we love it you know uh, uh, blame it on whatever you want the dealers are maybe getting nicer maybe our word is getting out there and um maybe the consumers are getting smarter whatever the case we're happy 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 i
1: think it's either the keys or how good (laughs) business is Hmm?
2: yeah (laughs) yeah
1: It was key west absolutely
2: <laughs> would you care to elaborate on that okay folks uh we have reached the end of a wonderful show and we thank all of you for joining us and we hope that you're enjoying this happy thanksgiving we're weekend. Live.
0: we're back tell everybody we're live we're back <laughs> we
2: have a lot to be grateful for we're grateful for you have a wonderful weekend we'll be right back here next saturday